Hey, everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married, Married Life. Life. Hello, everyone, hey. and welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Yes. God loves you, and we do also. Yes, we're so glad to have <laughs> you with us. Uh, as you can see, he still cracks himself I up. I sure do. A new week, same Doug. Still I sure do. Make himself laugh. Yep. So <laughs> you just um, laughed. I laughed um, at you, not with you. Dude. Wow, same thing. You <laughs> laughed. That's all that counts. So anyway, anywho, this week we uh, are going to change it up just a little bit. Yes, just a little bit. We are going to talk about our book. Yeah. We announced it last week. Yeah. We are super excited. Yeah. Are you excited, dear? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they okay. can't see me. <laughs> so, no, he's dancing behind the scenes, and I'm so glad y'all can't see um, I come up with at least one new dance every week. Yeah, he has his own dances. So, in any event, he is dancing because we are so excited. Yes. As we travail and as we push to travail. release this book. Oh, my yes. goodness. It's like giving birth to our baby, yes. our book, our baby, his story. Her story. God's glory. Yes. So we are just going to have a discussion for the next few moments about our book. Mm -hmm. And no, we're not going to tell you what we say in the book. No, you have to get you the get book. It. And you have to get it from our website. We would prefer. Yes. You yes. get it from our website. Yes. And we will announce very shortly when um, the book will yes. be available from our website. DougAndRenee.com. Yes. That's a shameless plug. Yes. The website's up. Just so everybody knows, we've had the website up for a while. Yes, where you could also, some people have actually accessed the podcast from the website, mm -hmm. but we will let you know Doug when Renee. it's com. available on our website, DougAndRenee.com. <laughs> so anyway, moving right along, DougAndRenee.com. Uh, we're going to talk about, we'll, we'll start with the origin of, oh, the origin what, of the book. What made us decide to write a book or... Um, yeah, so dear, I'm gonna let you start. Right, the origin of the book for me. Yes, he has to say for me because, no, because like the title of our I, book yeah. is his story, her his, story, God's glory. Everybody has story, their own yeah. perspective. Yeah. So for me, I think the book came about. Notice he said he thinks. I think. I think <laughs> for me, for for me, you asking me for my opinion about dear. when the origin of the book came. I want to say it was. Uh, you and I had a discussion um, about, it was just a casual conversation, I think, about writing a book, writing a book. You know, I don't think in that casual conversation, we thought we would be writing about what we wrote about. But um, I want to say it was probably tw early 2019, late 2018, somewhere around there. And... Um, we kind of tabled it. And then when we were traveling um, with Bishop Brown and Lady B, when they were doing their um, Holy Hookup Tour, the Holy Hookup Tour, we were traveling with them. He's looking at me, y'all, because I'm waving my finger. But that's okay. Go ahead. And I think she, when Lady B was talking during the, during one of the conferences, she mentioned who's going to be next 
to share their story and, you know, go on and, you know, do things like that. And, and that's where I really felt like, man, Renee and I, we talked about writing a book and here it is in this conference that, you know, Lady B is saying who's going to be next to share their story in book format and just be a blessing to uh, the people of the Lord, God's people. And I think that's when it really hit me that we need to put our story down in paper, paper and pen, black and white. So I think for me, that's when it came about. And I know you're going to have a different perspective. Okay. Well, no, I'm I'm not going to disagree with when you felt the gumption or you felt moved to proceed, but I know we had talked about it on one of our weekend getaways. That's what I said. We, just, we talked about it. We had a casual conversation. Let me finish. And we sat down and we actually pinned the yes. idea because we said we should take notes. We shouldn't just talk about this. Mm-hmm. We need to be about this. Mm-hmm. And so we took notes on some areas of our life that we thought would be uh, most impactful. Yes. And that would help uh, people and how we wanted to uh, present the book. But I think that was almost a year before we actually started putting pen to paper. So you say in 2018? I believe it was 2018 when we went away and had the discussion. Now, I think it hit you when we went and How you going to tell me when it hit me? Because you just said it. I'm oh. just I'm just repeating oh, what you okay. said. Like, I think All right, hit you. y'all, we about to have a situation up here in podcast <laughs> land. Let me tell my side. Okay. I said, I believe that it hit you when you said it hit you, but we had already discussed it prior to that. Yes, we but did. But the point, so we don't get too far off track, is that when God puts it in your heart to do something, that means he's going to make sure that it happens. Mm-hmm. It may not happen when you first discuss it. It may not happen how you discuss it. Um, long as you do what God called you to do, long as you and we just felt like it was important for us to share a portion of our story, um, some events that occurred in our mm-hmm. life, in our marriage to help be a blessing to other people. And I believe we started writing a little bit at the beginning of this year, but then 2020 when, or was it the end no, of it was last 2019, year? Okay. I, we still got the notes in my phone. Right. Right. He's, he's right this time y'all. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so but we kind of slowed down. Yes. We, you're right. We started in 2019 mm-hmm. But then I think the beginning of the year, we kind of... We focused uh, on the podcast. We kind of had a hiatus. No, before the podcast. We just, things uh, just kind of slowed down for whatever reason. Uh, life, busy at work, busy with clients, busy with school, busy, busy, busy. Just busy. And distracted. And so we know just at this final push of getting this book out, that is going to bless a lot of people because the enemy has really been trying to not get this book out. Um, But to God be the glory, this story will be told and many people will get a chance to be blessed Mm -hmm. by it. And I think it was around 
we started the podcast in April, and then we said, you know what? We need to go back to the book. Yeah. And we picked it back up, I want to say, around May. And um, so it's been the last few months where we really plugged away at going back and forth and putting in our story. And we didn't read each other's story. We were, he wrote Even his though we story. were there for the story. Right. He wrote his story. <laughs> I wrote my story. And then we came together to put them together, the events together in the order of uh, the story that we're telling. So um, it wasn't until our final edits that either of us read what the other person mm-hmm. wrote. So it's really interesting to see it um, in its entirety. Yeah, and see what the other person thought because... Yes. We've been married 33 years, a couple of things. And you said a portion, you, you can't put everything in the book and th- mm-hmm. for 33 years of marriage. It's, mm-hmm. it's literally impossible. So, Well, it is. It is possible, but it would be a it long be read. Because we, we couldn't, I couldn't even remember, remember well, what went on year one, year two. But from what we could remember, oh, I remember. Oh, you remember. I remember, yeah. I, remember. I mean, you ask a woman, she could say, I on such and such date, you were standing no. over there by that picture on the wall. No. You was wearing that no. green striped shirt. Yes, I remember our first it. apartment. I got you an oceanfront view part. Oh, that's another story. That's another yeah. book. See, okay, let's move right along. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the origin um, of the book. And like you were saying, I read some parts of your story and I said, wow, after 33 years, I didn't even know you felt that way. Mm-hmm. And so it was actually eye opening for me to see how he felt or what he thought about certain events that happened. Because again, communication one on one, there was a lot of things early on in our marriage we just did not talk about. We just did not discuss. And even later on in marriage, you'll see that there was some miscommunication, some miscues. Um, and so reading the story in its entirety was very eye-opening uh, for me. And I think for us, even though we're doing the podcast, well, let me say this. We're, we're doing the podcast, but we originally was, was going to do the book first. And then the podcast came about first. That's another story, the, how we how the podcast came about. Well, I think it's in the first two podcasts or whatever. But um, I lost my train of thought. Getting old. Okay, moving on. Uh, I, lost my, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I seriously, I forgot what I was going to say. Maybe it'll come. Oh, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit will bring back to your remembrance. Just like he yeah, did just, just now. now. He'll bring back to your remembrance the things that happened and how you felt. Because when we first started, you know, talking, I was like, I can't remember what happened year one, year three, year five. But when we were going back, when we, when we were writing the book, things came back to me and I was like, Oh, I remember. And I know that there's a scriptures, you know, says the Holy spirit will bring to your remembrance, but um, he, he did. And it definitely helped um, in the writing of our book. Because for us, we it's not like we were writing our book as these events happened. Right. And I was going to put a plug in for journaling. I think that's why <laughs> journaling is so important for you to write down your innermost thoughts 
good, bad, or indifferent, whether it's about your marriage, whether it's about being a parent, whether it's about being a single person, whether it's about walking with the Lord, whatever you're going through in life or dealing with on a daily basis, it's good to have a journal because you can go back and look and see how far God has brought you or how much you've grown or areas you can grow in or improve or just how you felt at a particular moment. And I think it's just journaling is such a, uh, a good, it's therapy. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to release powerful. your emotions and put it all on paper, raw, raw, <laughs> uncut, just pour out from your heart on a piece of paper. And you probably have a book in you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know we had a book in us, especially when we were going through this stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> we Definitely. didn't see 33. No, there's no way I saw 33. But to God be the glory. Yes. So uh, His story, purpose, her story, God's glory. God's glory. Yes. And the purpose of this book, first and foremost, is for God to get the glory out of our story. Um, the other thing I want to give a scripture to you. Exodus 9 and 16 says this, but I have raised you up for this very purpose that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So we want to make sure that we are proclaiming God's name in the earth in all that we say and all that we do. And so There is a purpose for what Doug and I have gone through. And we believe it wasn't just for us, that it was for somebody else. And so we want God to get get the glory out of our story. We want to share with other people so that other people can be blessed. We want to let you know that you can make it through the storms, Mm -hmm. the ups, the downs, the different seasons that marriage is going to go through. We want to make sure that somebody else out there can say, I can make it. Um, I can, if they've survived, I can survive. Wow. They went through that and they're still together. Yeah. Um, to God be the glory. Um, so it is our hope and desire to inspire other marriages, to uh, strengthen other marriages, to give hope to other marriages, to say, I can do it. I, I, I can make it through. And we want to educate you as well. We want to prepare you and even warn singles about the work that goes into marriage. Yes. About the pitfalls of of marriage and the sacrifices of marriage. We just want to make sure that we edify our listeners, our readers, um, to be the best that you could be, whether you're single or whether you're married, whether you're a wife, whether you're a husband. We want to let you know that you too can have a successful marriage if you put in the work and if you give it to God and you do it as unto the Lord and let God get the glory out of your story. And when you were talking about um, the work, and we've always said marriage is work. We've said that from day one. And I, I wish I knew who said this. I was listening to the radio and a young lady was saying marriage is working on you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And I thought about that. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty true. 
<laughs> you couldn't find anything wrong with that statement. Couldn't find anything wrong with that statement. Marriage is working on you. Is you working on you? Excuse me. Marriage is you working on you, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. And and I thought about it, and I I mulled it over, and I said because even the times where I prayed to God about you know something I felt you was doing wrong, or something you said did didn't do whatever. Most of the time it came back to me. Well, what are you doing? Mm. You know, you can do this. You can say that. You can, you know, you can pray. You can fast. Uh-oh, don't want to fast. You can, <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can do more. Because I can't tell you how many times I prayed about, you know. God fixing me. Yes. <laughs> and it was, Doug, you need to work on you. Wow. So me and God was, God was having the same conversation with me as well. Because there were many times where I was doing the same thing. Yeah. And God would point the mirror, turn the mirror back on me so I could take a good look at myself and say, no, Mm -hmm. this is what Renee needs to do. So for the, for the singles, because you were talking about wanting the singles, singles that want to get married, marriage is working, is you working on you, not you working on your spouse, not you praying on your spouse. Over your spouse, we should pray over our spouses, but not on our spouses. But marriage is you working on you because God will reveal you to you. Yes. And then what are you going to do about it? You can't go anywhere. You're in it for the long haul. Because the reality is you you can only change yourself. Yes. You have no control of the other person. You have no control over their actions. Um, I've once heard it said that... When a husband, when a man and a woman gets married, the husband hopes the wife doesn't change. And the wife is hoping that the man does change. Mm -hmm. She's going into it with the idea or the preconceived notion that I can change him. Yes. And he's going into it. I like you just the way you are. Don't change. Don't change. Don't gain no weight. Don't lose no weight. Don't change the way you look. Don't change your hair. Don't do this. Don't do that. I'm marrying this package right here, yep. right there. And both are far from the truth. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so man. <laughs> you have to go into it with, Lord, help make me a better person. So I I have not heard that statement before, but I don't see any fault in that statement. And one of the things you, I don't know if you talked about it or if I'm just bringing this up, is having a written legacy. Did you talk yeah, about no. that? No, we oh. were still talking about singles. Okay, all right. Then I do you want to still talk about singles? Then? Uh, I, no, I didn't know if you were still on. Oh no, on no, that, but, no. I, um, I'm I'm sorry. That's okay. One of the other things um, I wanted to mention was leaving a written legacy for your generations to come. When your children, your grandchildren, nieces, nephews, uh, that come behind you want to know what was grandma and grandpa doing, and auntie and uncle doing, and Um, It's good to just have those things written that is going to speak to generations to come long after we have stopped speaking and a book can reach people that we'll never get to meet. Mm -hmm. So just leaving a legacy for people that's not even in your family, Mm -hmm. Um, just leaving a mark, leaving a something that says I was here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's important to just have that that story Mm -hmm. down on paper 
to bless your children, to bless your children's children, to bless family members that are to come after you. And, and I, don't, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. So I think it's... No, when you finish with your thought, <laughs> I want to cut you off. No, I was just going to say there's a purpose because we were still talking about purpose. There's a purpose for everything that we go through. There's a, a purpose for our pain. There's a purpose for our struggle. But it's up to you. What you going to do with it? Are you going to allow it to overcome you or are you going to overcome it? Mm-hmm. We get to choose if we're going to stay hurt or if we're going to use what hurt us to help ourselves and to help others. The choice is basically ours. Yep. Okay. I, I you know I could go now. So they're, they're, when you were talking about our family, you know, going down generations, you know, we have a granddaughter, but our great-grandchildren who haven't been born yet, great-great-grandchildren, they'll be able to read this book and be like, man, my great-great-grandfather or great-great-grandpappy, that's what they'll probably call me. You know, this great pop pop. <laughs> you know, he did this or he did that or he didn't give up or he didn't throw in the towel. And the same thing for you. You know, my great 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 grandmother, you know, she endured XYZ and went through this and that, and yet she didn't throw in the towel. So, you know, it's important to leave that legacy and um the written legacy. And I just think it's, it's, um, I want to say apropos, but when, when you said that, I thought of we overcome in the scripture, it talks about we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so we have to um, give our testimony mm-hmm. and we have to be um, transparent mm-hmm. in our testimony. And I understand you have to use wisdom and all, I get all of that. I get all of that. But if people don't understand or know what you went through to get to where you are, they won't fully understand or be able to comprehend. Not that they can't comprehend every, any anyway, because they weren't with you on the journey. But people just see, you know, we have a saying in our church, you don't look like what you've been through. Mm-hmm. And if we don't tell our testimony to the singles, to the family members who are coming behind us that may never go to church. There are people listening to this podcast that may never step foot in the church. There are people that are listening to this podcast that may never read a Bible, but they may read our book. They'll read our story. Yeah. And so that's why it's important to write things down and, you know, leave it for the next generation. Cause as you said, our book will go places you know, we probably will never go just like this podcast. We we have listeners from around the world on this podcast. Yes. And that's to God be the glory because we did. We just said, God, we going. You told us to start a podcast. We starting it and we putting it out there. Yes. And we want to thank everyone who yeah. tunes into us and listens week after week from literally around the world. So and, and we're grateful. We're thankful. We're humbled. Yes. And we don't ever want to to take it for granted. I know that's the church saying, at least the church we're going to go to, but I don't ever want to take it for granted because I know is we're just doing what God told us to do. And I know the the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. And so we're just being obedient. You know, this is what we do. This is who we are. And we've shared our story with you all. 
And, um, and that's, I just, I just love the podcast. So I didn't want to. And the, the book okay. will be out in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah. Um, so we will keep you posted on that. So we, um, we're just so we're just so grateful that God would use little old us, yeah, little old us, <laughs> to write our story. And I'm fine with being transparent because I'm at the age and stage in my life. I don't care what people think about me, mm-hmm. long as when I leave this earth, my heavenly Father says, "Well done, thy good and faithful servant." And so it is my hope that when people read this book that I will encourage wives to hold on, that I will encourage wives to stand in the gap, that I will encourage wives that you are strong, you can persevere. Death and life is in the power of your tongue. Um, I don't want to give the book away, but you didn't yeah. give you didn't get the book away. Yeah, I know, but that's why I said I'm gonna stop because I felt myself about to give so stuff away. <laughs> so, and I and I would when you were talking, I was thinking to our podcast audience, what if heaven were writing a story about your life, so future generations would read it. And I, I'm not, and I look at it like if when the Bible Bible days, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all the old um, people in the Bible, and all the people in the Bible, they weren't old. Well, they're old now, but the people in the Bible, <laughs> they did not know their lives were being written. Their life story was being written for generations to come to read. And so I, I'm always fascinated. I said, what if heaven's writing down our life story? What if heaven's writing your life story? What would it say to come back to what you were saying, Renee? Would it say that you quit, that you threw in a towel? That you gave up, that you didn't, that you didn't let the, that you let the season outlast your marriage, or did, or did you persevere, and did, or did you say I'm not leaving, you know, for God I live, for God I die, God you gave me this spouse, we gonna figure it out, we gonna work it out, you know, and for whatever reason you didn't leave, and then you saw light on the other end of the tunnel, and you know I always think of. I can say always, but the image that came to me, I was in the Navy and when a fighter pilot gets ready to break the sound barrier, there's a whole lot of turbulence. But once you break the sound barrier, once you hit that boom right on the other side of the boom, it's just smooth sailing. And so um, if you're going through turbulent times right now and trust me, we've been through turbulent times. We've had turbulent seasons in our marriage just on the other side of this is smooth sailing. It's kind of like I'm thinking about the storm. You know, when you have a real bad thunderstorm mm-hmm. and the rain, and then after the sky is so yep. clear, it's so Never pretty, fails. and you might see a beautiful rainbow in mm-hmm. the sky, and you're like, wow, it doesn't even look like a storm. It was just yeah. raining, yep. and a storm just passed, but it passes. Mm-hmm. Storms don't last forever. Yeah, it doesn't. They don't. So you just have to be mindful of that. Um, one of the things, um, if we, last week we talked, last week we honestly thought this would be the the week that we launched our book. Yes. 
And so um, when we found out we couldn't make it happen for a variety of reasons, again, we're a team of two. We don't, right. we don't, we don't have administrative assistance and to run and do other things. We have life and plus we're doing this. So when we found out we would be launching a book this Sunday, uh, Labor Day, it was disappointment. Excuse me. Bless you. Yes, it was. It was disappointment. And so um, I was like, Lord, you know, we were supposed to do the Facebook Live, Instagram. We, you know, I went and bought party stuff and we were going to have all this stuff to do the do the podcast. And no, we can't do it. And I was disappointed. And Lord said, we'll talk about disappointment, disappointment in marriage. And I said, OK, how do you deal with disappointment in marriage? I know how I dealt with it back then and how I deal with it now. Two different things. But I, I put out a rhetorical question to our listeners. It's like, how do you deal with the disappointment that comes either from your spouse or just in marriage? Because there may be some people who are thinking, by now we shouldn't be going through this. Or by now we should be past this. Or by now, you know, I shouldn't be dealing with this. By now we should have had kids. By now we shouldn't be living where we're living. By now, you know, because we have all these visions in our head and these in these timetables. Well, when I hit 25, X, Y, Z, 30, I'm going to do this, 35, 40, so on and so forth. But what happens when those, when your visions don't line up with reality? Or maybe you thought that your spouse would never do something that they did. Maybe they gambled all the money away. And now, you know, they, they the person you're married to now is not the person you were at the altar with because they have a gambling problem. They have a drinking problem. They have whatever the problem is. And you're thinking, I didn't sign up for this. And you're dealing with disappointment. Mm. I think you have to go back to the Lord. I'm going to say, I think you have to go back to the Lord in prayer. And you have to be mindful that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory. Mm -hmm. And it's um, you've disappointed God. Even if your spouse has disappointed you, I want you again, marriage is working. Marriage is you working on you. Even if your spouse has disappointed you, I want you to look in the mirror and say, God, how many times have I disappointed you? And they have to be willing to listen to the voice of the Lord. Don't just go and tell God that you're disappointed. Mm -hmm. Ask God how to handle the disappointment yeah. so that you can have directions on how to move forward and listen clearly to the voice of the Lord and understand sometimes it may not make sense to you. Remember, we are not to lean to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. Mm -hmm. God may tell you to do something that sounds far-fetched or it sounds like it doesn't make any sense. He may say a simple thing like you like, okay, God, I've done this over and over again. I'm just, I just went out and God may say something simple like stay. Yep. One word, stay. And that means God already knows because he is omniscient. God is all knowing. God already knows how it's going to work out, but you have to be obedient 
and play that thing out. Yes. We have a saying in the fitness industry, trust the process. You may not see that weight of that heaviness of that relationship fall off right away, but trust the process, God's process, God's way. And it'll all work out. Disappointment happens in life, not just in marriage, in life in general. But it's up to you. You have a choice. How are you going to handle disappointment? Are you going to let it weigh you down? Or are you going to persevere and push past that disappointment, past that pain? When you, when you said, how do you handle disappointment? I thought of something my mother said to me my whole life. Two wrongs don't make a right. And even though I didn't practice that um, when we got married, probably the first 20 years, 20 plus years of our marriage, I didn't practice it. I knew it. Two wrongs don't make a right. And so, um, you know, I understand we we are disappointed and disappointment is a part of life. But I, I just keep coming back to something my mother said, two wrongs don't make don't make a right. And. You know, you, you all have children in the house. Again, this was supposed to be a party for us. This was supposed mm-hmm. to be our launch. And, Woo-hoo! and we're God. still celebrating because we're we still already celebrating. decree and declare yep. the book is done and it's going to come out. But we, we God interrupted all of that to, for us to be transparent with you all in our disappointment so you can understand. Because the enemy will say, he'll put thoughts in your head. Well, you're the only couple going through this. You're the only couple going through that. That devil is a liar. Marriages, all marriages go through disappointment. Every spouse has been disappointed in their spouse at some point in time. That's that's part of marriage. But like Renee was saying, how do you handle the disappointment? That That's what shows you who you are, mm-hmm. how you handle it. Because the reality of it is everything is not going to go our way. It's not going to go smooth. And how you handle it shows your true character. Yep. And I'm sorry. I didn't want to. Okay. So a couple of podcasts ago, again, I don't believe God does anything by accident or coincidence. A couple of podcasts ago, Renee, 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 (laughs) Renee um, gave a, a call for salvation. And I feel in my heart that um, we need to do that again today. And when I was studying, you know, going through for this, for the podcast, um, the Lord took me to the book of Nahum. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I didn't even understand why, why you would took me, why he took me there. But um, what he showed me was that um, Nahum dealt with the people of uh, the country of Nineveh. Or city of Nineveh. I'm I'm not a Bible scholar, so uh, the people of Nineveh were rebellious, and this was approximately 100, 150 years after Jonah had went to Nineveh and called them to repent. So 150 years later, and you know you can read the book of Jonah and everything that happened with that. And so 150 years later, they right back it, where they started, and they did not. Um, they went back to their old ways. And so what the Lord was directing me to do was to remind people not to go back to your old ways. And um, in Nahum chapter three, verse one, 
It talks about judgment coming if you don't get it right. And so it's not it's not a mistake that you're listening to this podcast. It's not a mistake that the last podcast you listened to, um, Renee gave a call for salvation because I'm about to do the same thing. And you just have to realize that God thought enough of you to interrupt our plans so that you could come into the fold Um, because you've been listening to our podcast. You like what we say. You, you agree with what we say, but you won't get the benefits of what we're saying because you haven't accepted Lord Jesus into your life. And so as to be Lord and savior of your life. And so I'm going to give you the opportunity right now and um, to do a, I'm going to do a salvation call, call the salvation. And I'm going to give those of you who have not accepted the Lord into your life, the opportunity to accept them into your life as your personal Lord and savior, because everything we've been talking about for the last four or five months, however long we've been doing this, um, we want, we want it to be activated in your life, but you won't get the full benefits of, of Christian, of God, of Jesus if you don't accept him. Mm-hmm. So is you gotta, you gotta make your choice. It's not by accident. And so um, if you got time, if you buy your head or you don't even have to buy your head, you might be driving. Don't close your eyes. If you're driving, that was just a little joke. Um, just repeat after me, dear Lord, dear Lord. I come to you right now, come to you right now. as a sinner. And I know that I am a sinner. As a sinner, and I know that I am a sinner. I pray that you come into my life. I pray that you come into my life. I believe that you died and was raised on the third day. I believe that you died and was raised on the third day. For my salvation and my sins. For my salvation and my sins. Father, I accept you right now in my heart. Father, I accept you right now in my heart. As my personal Lord and Savior. As my personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. With that simple prayer, on the Bible says, if you say it and you believe in your heart that Jesus was risen from the dead, you shall be saved. Yes. Um, Hallelujah. Um, the angels are rejoicing. Yes, praise the Lord. Um, I, I would, yeah, skip my hand. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, pray for the souls. Um, we would encourage you to join a Bible-based church, your local church. Somewhere in your neighborhood, city, there is a church that teaches and believes the Word of God. And so we would um, admonish you to find that church and join that church. But we love you. And, and oh, if sorry. you're listening mm-hmm. and you said this in this prayer, we'd love for you to comment on our podcast to just let us know so that we can continue to rejoice with you. We truly believe um, that if God admonished us to do a call to salvation, that at least one person said that sinner's prayer. So we would love to hear from you, and we would love to uh, just celebrate with you um, and be there to support you. I don't have anything else. All right. Well, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you you for joining. Yes. Stay tuned for his story.
Her story. God's glory. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.